10 minutes remaining. Hello and welcome to the Daily Happy. Today is Monday, December 13th, 20 no, Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. If you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. And you can be there for us. Uh, you can actually be there for us by just saying hi. We'd love to know who you are, especially if you've never talk to us before and you're listening to us every single day and our voices are in your ear all the time uh, maybe say hi yeah, just let's, let's let us know who's out there you know what I mean who's carrying us around with them all day you don't have to of course but we just actually really love getting to know you and um, we think of it as a community you don't have to we're not putting that on you but we think of you as a community so we love getting to know everyone yes. just find us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com because that's the other podcast <laughs> email address. And it was don't. too hard to keep up with two emails. We couldn't do it. We can't even keep up with the one. Exactly. So listen, anyone got a good idea? What do we do? What What do we do? How do we, <laughs> no. how do we keep up? Help us. Okay. I know. I know. All right. So speaking of help, uh, there are some acres of trees in Oregon that definitely need help. In fact, they're calling this uh, drought stricken phenomenon Firmageddon. Have you heard oh, wait. about this? Fur like F-I-R, like the tree? Mm-hmm. Or f- uh-huh. yeah. Firmageddon. Firmageddon. Are, is there a, a, a virus? Well, it's for a number of reasons. But basically what's happening is researchers just found this out a couple days ago that 1.1 million acres of trees right now in Oregon are dead. And it's not good. Oh, no, that's they, a yep. lot. That's a lot oh, of... Wait, that's well, so much. Like, can how how I know you just actually told yeah, me yeah, how yeah. big that is, but can you help me? So they flew over. That? Yep, they flew over sixty nine million acres in about two hundred and forty six hours. Okay, <gasps> and they analyzed that six that uh okay for every there's sixteen to thirty acres per second that they're flying okay, over. Okay, okay uh huh. Okay, uh-huh. and out of all of those sixty nine million, one point one million of that is dead. Okay, question. Yes. Is it one very dead area or are there dead trees within scattered among? It's scattered among. And it's the way the pictures they've shown, it's just patches and patches of like brown in this sea of green. Is it like when your dog has mange? Oh, I don't know. You know, like how they, like it'll just have like spots of. Mange. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of look like that. Yeah. Oh, if that sounds not terrible, good. it we, is very we need, terrible. We need trees. Yep. Oh, they said that it, this literally like hurt their morale. They were like not expecting this, and it's really, really oh, upsetting. Oh, they them. weren't even on like that type of mission. They didn't think, oh, all of these are dead. Let's go prove it. Yep. They just discovered it. Yeah. And he said, that even the 1.1 million doesn't even really paint the picture because you're not counting individual trees, right? You're just getting mm-hmm. like a, a major overview of these like outbreaks, basically. Mm-hmm. So he said that's even just like an assumption. You're guessing. You're guessing. So do they know what's the like what's the hypothesis? There's a few different things. So drought, wildfire, windstorms can stress the trees and weaken their defenses. But wait, wait, wait. 
the trees died from stress? Yeah, because basically what's happening, healthy trees can defend themselves against- No, no, no. You're kidding me. No. And then there are not healthy trees yes. and they don't make it. Yes. It's true because trees are so susceptible sad. to bark beetles, root disease, um, defoliators like caterpillars that actually eat all of the leaves, leaves right? Yeah, yeah. So, but what happens is when the trees aren't healthy because of drought, wildfire, windstorms, they can't fend off these things. So when the beetles drill into the tree bark, for example, a healthy tree can push the beetles out by excreting like that gooey substance where okay. they enter the tree, but the other ones can't do that. So the beetles get in, they eat, and the trees die. So this is like survival of the fittest yeah. trees. Yeah. But they've been stressed by all the freaking climate things happening. So now yep. they're even, they are unnaturally weakened. Yeah. And or they said, actually, I guess naturally yeah, weakened true. by nature, but they're not normally this weak. No. And it says the main uh, primary factor is the hot drought, the higher than normal temperatures. So it so, all leads back to so the climate. So does this stress... Mm -hmm. This is such a weird question. Yeah. But can trees share stress? Or like if you've made it this far, you're fine because your immune system is great? Or are they saying, uh-oh, look at all this stress. And then other trees see the dead tree and they're like, uh, there's a dead tree right here. Now I'm even more stressed and I'm going to die. I'm having some sort of deja vu right now because- oh, really? I feel like either you and I, me and somebody, we talked about the fact that grass can share feelings with other pieces of grass at one point because there was a there was a study done and I'm going to get it wrong. Let's talk about. I'm so but excited. There was a study done about patches of grass uh -huh. where people came in and like cut the grass. Uh-huh. And then they measured the stress level of the grass next to it. And it would actually feel that stress, even though it wasn't being cut at the same time. It could feel the stress of the grass next to it. I do think it's all connected in the root systems of life. Okay. Well, I just looked up, does grass have feelings? <laughs> I mean, that's what I, that's what I Googled, right? Like, does yeah. grass have feelings? So the internet says, no. Because, but, oh. because they don't have pain receptors, nerves, or a brain. Okay. But, but they can sense and respond to their environment. Maybe it was, maybe they moved or something. Maybe it was like when they came in to, to cut it, the grass like, Move. Well, there is the there is the story about the smell of the grass and what that means. Is that the one you're talking about? Mm, I felt like it was way because the headline of this is the smell of your freshly cut lawn is grass screaming to warn other plants they're under attack. That sounds closer to okay, what I remember. So when you when you cut your grass, that smell you smell is actually a signal to the other grass that there is a threat. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. Telling you. So they share the information. Um, listen, I just Googled, do trees talk to each other? And <laughs> it's, listen, this, there's been studies. It says a controversial German forester says yes, and his ideas are shaking up the scientific world. Uh oh. So, uh -oh. 
Well, Octung, I want to know everything. Yeah, I think um I mean, you know, I I operate under the general assumption yeah. that because Two minutes Because remaining. we have proof that dogs can hear things we don't hear mm-hmm. and sharks and things have sonar and can do things that we don't hear. That there's clearly more yeah. sensible, sense, sensible mm-hmm. in the world than we can sense with oh, our absolutely. human bodies. Yeah. So I'm not ruling out anything. No. And it actually says in this article that trees share water and nutrients through the networks and that allows them to communicate. They send distress signals about drought and disease and insect attacks so that they through can alert the water and the, yeah, they can alert on. the other trees. That is so cool. Right. I mean, they're literally branching out. Oh, that joke had like roots way back in the early part of this episode and you should just leave it alone. (laughs) Don't worry, everyone. Her bark is bigger than her bite. (laughs) I wish we were closer to the 10 seconds. You could just keep going. I know, but there's not enough. Are you kidding? There's not enough I would have to do it for a whole minute. I know. And I've already taught improv today, so I am warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So here's another thing that this says. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just, I'm going down a rabbit hole. No, we're now. in it. We're in it now. Yeah. It says they actually found that the water that pumps out through some of the trees into the um, other like underground. 30 seconds yes. remaining. Like almost like feels like a heartbeat, but it's so what? slow that no one has even noticed it before. It's a heartbeat every three to four hours. Too slow for even the most sensitive person to feel when they hug a tree. But now they've tracked it. It's a boom. Ten. Are you serious? And then three to four hours later. Seven. Six. Whoa. And then three to four hours later. Three. Two. One. 